Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part-friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, um, part panel show, part vicious competition, but it's usually quite nice. Um, I found everyone everyone plays nicely together as a rule, but this could be the day that that all changes. So um, okay. the panel today, we have got the the return of the dandy man, Tom Tuck. Now you haven't been on for a while and people do miss you. Oh, that's nice. I know, because <laughs> friends and family, I, I like to pretend there are other listeners, but I think it is mainly friends and family <laughs> at the moment, are texting me asking where you are. <laughs> um, the common view seems to be we've had a falling out, so this will be our way of um, like going oh, yeah, public we, that we, we haven't. Have, we have, but we've got a contractual obligation to keep doing this, so <laughs> we, 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 shan't, we shan't talk about the slight. <laughs> <laughs> and the listeners can't possibly know, but you are impeccably dressed today yep i put a tie on for a zoom call i know what color would you say your jacket is the jacket um i would say this is eggshell blue oh nice and um and a, and a green tie to go with it i think i might be mildly colorblind but i think that's halfway between green green and blue well um the listeners at home aren't gonna know they'll have to believe what i tell them and it's my show and i say it's green so <laughs> We have the return to the game um, by the wonderful Twitch superstar that is Jen Smith. You're ever too generous to me. Well, I it's don't understand well. Twitch. So when people turn up, I assume that you must be a superstar. Is that not how it works? <laughs> not quite. We're, we're trying. I like it, though. I like what you've done with the place. So I only I fell into Twitch just on the basis that after Stand Up just disappeared overnight, I was desperately craving attention. So I thought, I'll go to strangers on the internet. That'll do it. It does work. It Any does attention work. will do. <laughs> I'm getting more and more confrontational on Facebook now just to feel something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get involved in conversations I'm not even part of. <laughs> And a first time Arcada as well. I'm very excited. Um, one of the um, 
basically inspirations to all women has managed to scale the wall <laughs> of comedy panel shows <laughs> one one show <laughs> i don't have you back yet <laughs> that is one more than most of us <laughs> Athena Kapleni, how are you i'm i'm fine thank you uh, very what's humble. it like over there what's it like um <laughs> once you i'll tell you exactly it's like once you get there you do think to yourself is that it <laughs> sort of, it's like going to sort of the queens for dinner and you get there and it's like she gives you beans and toast and you think, oh okay <laughs> yeah, you do that this. no it's lovely it's great you, i it, mean beans sounds lovely. more like princess Anne, to be fair <laughs> <laughs> tom this is you experiencing what life is like for female comedians that make it onto panel shows do you know what do, if, do, do, if women don't find you funny, Tom, if women don't find you mm. funny, we're going to think all men aren't funny. Yeah. That's the way yeah. you carry. Uh, you know what I should do? You know what I should do? I should do um, loads of <laughs> um, takes so you can use them uh, to cut away to me when all of you guys say something funny. Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fair. Right. That's what we've got to do. Uh, let me tell you something funny about the panel show experience. This is really funny. So I turn up and you take, um, this is normal, I guess, for a lot of like TV work, you take different outfit options to see what, so you like clash with other people and a background. And I, you know, I really picked my outfits, the colours, even the textures. I wear chiffon, I wear this, whatever. So I go in my outfits, they pick my outfit, I put it on. And then one of the dudes turns up and he turns up wearing like quite dirty trainers, something out of Mountain Warehouse something else and i'm like okay fair enough well he's obviously got options to change into then he gets changed and he comes back out and he's wearing dirty trainers something like that in warehouse and i just thought this is just a tuesday to you isn't it this isn't even... he's got a look he's got a look Only... <laughs> that's his brand dirty trainers <laughs> i just i just thought this... <laughs> right just no effort made at all. No, it was it was like he you I wouldn't even wear what he wore to a pub lunch, you know. And, <laughs> Only telly. Um, and I just thought it was brilliant. Like, well, are you telling me that I need to glam up? Well, just just make like you you can look casual. <laughs> those are his house clothes. Tommy's putting like, lipstick on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I mean I'll be honest, I feel very underdressed at the moment actually. Um, uh, but you know, like I wouldn't wear this on tv like i know i went for your podcast it's like but i wouldn't leave the house like this well you look great so people, people who are naturally attractive don't need to try as hard and um yeah i feel fine about my choices <laughs> um i'm finding it really distracting that that tom's got lipstick on and it's working mm. I think it that's the thing that troubles become, me most. It does become you, Tom. It's a strong look, Tom. What, is that, what shade is that? That's a good red. Um, uh, five ten. Oh, what's the what's make? The brand? Uh, I, uh, good question. Um, Did you shoplift that? Because normally you do know. <laughs> no, people give me makeup um, because Who? reasons. It's uh, Rimmel. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's oh. that's going to yeah. transfer all over everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for like a fancy name, like Blossoming Rose. Instead, we've got five ten. Five ten. <laughs> best of the best. Oh, okay. And do you feel the best of the best? Feel pretty sexy. <laughs> right, we're gonna we're gonna get on. We're gonna get on the game. <laughs> He's going to have a full face on by the end of this hour. 
could be mascara, eyeliner. Anyway, poster with makeup. But oh, now you got to do eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna he's gonna do it, guys. He's gonna do it. And the category is weddings. Who's been to a good or bad wedding? <laughs> oh, I went to a wedding when I, I've been to loads of weddings. And there's this wedding that I went to. I've got a twin brother, and it was like a family wedding. So it was a neighbour who we were neighbours with for like forever. So it was like family wedding really uh, so we went with my mum dad brother they went over and uh, it's a famous wedding because my twin brother got like disgustingly drunk um at this wedding um to the point where he by the end of it he'd thrown up on himself uh oh. and he had sick all down his trousers oh, all down his shirt, um and it, um yeah but um, but i get drunk at weddings but just not family weddings so i once got drunk really drunk at my friend's so truly, my friend's dad was getting married. It was a second marriage. So I went to his wedding um, and they had the kind of reception at their house and I threw up in their rose bush after. <laughs> <laughs> that, threw up in the front garden. So that's what you do. If you're going to get drunk, don't do it around family, do it around friends. No, that is, that is good advice that I wish I took. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what about you? What's your best wedding that you've ever been to? Have you ever been a best man? I've got... ne- no, no, I've ne- never even been asked. Oh, and... you've got very best man energy. <laughs> oh, <fair. laughs> maybe you should hang around with less bohemian people. So you'd probably, you'd probably put me as the best man. No, that, that's fair. Um, uh, I think my favourite wedding um, was on the west coast of Scotland. Um, uh, do you, any of you know Greg McHugh? No. no well, um, wonderful comedian. You can say anything you like about him. <laughs> well, wonderful comedian and uh, actor. He's in Fresh Meat. Oh, oh right. yeah. Okay. Oh, weren't you yeah. in that? Uh, yes, I was. I was. Uh, that's the yeah, only episode I watched. Oh, yeah. But uh, so that scene, <laughs> the only scene I have in, in Fresh Meat is with Greg, which is lovely. Um, so I went to his I wedding, seen. but it was on the west coast of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I'll catch up after this, I promise. <laughs> Do you deliberately <laughs> avoid it? <laughs> it's a very well written show. Tom, Tom's great. Like, listed on the credits. You were like, nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll skip this one. I'll go to the next one. <laughs> his wedding was on the west coast of Scotland because he's then fiance. He's from there. And so we went to a tiny fucking place on the west coast of Scotland. Um, and I was living in London at the time, as I still am, don't know why I said at the time. Uh, <laughs> and so I flew to um, uh, Inverness and I thought, you know what, fly to Inverness, then I'll get a train o- over. Easiest way to do it. I bought the train, bought the plane ticket and then realised that after six, there are no trains out of Inverness at all. So... I couldn't get a refund on the plane ticket. So I had then had to just fly to Inverness and then stay in an Airbnb for the night and then get a train the next morning to the west coast of Scotland. And I got there and was, there was a, a, a beautiful thing. There was a sign that said, um, Strom Ferry. And then in brackets beneath, there is no ferry. Oh, God. <laughs> So we were in Strom Ferry, and I and I was hauling my suitcase from the train station up to the main road, um, and then a car slowed down, opened its window. Your connection's gone a bit wonky. <laughs> now he's just frozen in an endless pout. I mean, the lipstick's definitely working though. It, it looks it's... like he's not wearing it. So it just looks like he's yeah. just a, a kind of like Michael Gove, like wet lips. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is it about men and Rimmel? <laughs> it's the one they know. It's the one they know. Because I've, I've got a um, friend who started wearing nail varnish and he went, oh yeah, I've, I've bought Rimmel. I was like, mate, no. It's the cheapest one. That's <laughs> what men have got. But they don't know that it's cheap. Because Kate Moss does it. It's because Kate Moss advertises them. I think I've a lot of hate against me. Is that right? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, we we, we think you, you deserve better. It's yeah. just what we're saying, Tom. You deserve better than Rimmel is what we're saying, Tom. Um, Rimmel's what you shoplift when you're oh, no, Rimmel. <laughs> yeah, you steal Rimmel. You don't you buy steal it. Rimmel. You don't buy Rimmel. Buy it. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that is... That is Wow. How did you do that? Look what he's doing. How can you do that in a Zoom reflection? Oh, well, I... Oh, see, is that Rimmel as well? Because that's bleeding all down your yeah. face. Yeah. Is it Rimmel? Go Maybelline. It is Rimmel. <laughs> it is right. Rimmel. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've, we've got sidetracked. So, have we, we got to you rolling your sad case in yes. Strum Ferry. Um, Strom Ferry, yeah. So I, I was rolling my suitcase up the um, up the hill from the uh, train station to the main road, and a, a, a car pulled over, and, the, and and a guy rolled down the window and went, "Are you here for the wedding?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Do, 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 do people not come here often? No. <laughs> <laughs> can, and he said, "Can I give you a lift?" And I was like, "Yes, yeah, that'd be lovely." So he, he gave me a lift, and. Um, uh, during the maybe three minute drive, turns out I was staying at his brother's house. That's how <laughs> small a place it was. Oh, God. <laughs> and randomly, turns out that the uh, the wedding was taking place um, in the ferry, not the ferry, the field. Not in the ferry, there wasn't a ferry. There wasn't a ferry. <laughs> there was no ferry. Uh, in, in the field opposite the place I was staying, which is perfect. Um, so I, uh, you know, Got in, got changed into my suit, etc., um, and then went into the yurt that the uh, uh, wedding was happening. And it's like I've been in this yurt before. I know I've been in this yurt. And then I asked, I asked um, Tommy Shepherd, now an, an SMP. Um, I asked Tommy Shepherd, "Was this the yurt that the Stand Comedy Club used in 2014?" <laughs> he was like. Yes, it is. Like, <laughs> right, I thought I was going mad. <laughs> like, have I been to this wedding before? <laughs> I've been to this year. It was a humanist ceremony. It was very lovely. And um, I didn't cry. Important, because you're making well, a friend. Yeah. Mm, the eyeliner would be all over your face. Because <laughs> you're not investing in good materials. <laughs> <laughs> no, I imagine you'd do a good best man speech as well. I mean, I mean, I'm... I'm I am relatively good at public speaking, so yeah. Well, you need to re-recruit, get better friends. Like I said, less bohemian, more <laughs> traditional. <laughs> Leave school, buy a house, get married. The sensible route. Well, I did that in reverse, and then I found comedy, and now I've become irresponsible and useless. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I had that life, and I didn't want it, so I started doing comedy at thirty-six. <laughs> It's all a bit too normal for me. Mm. I wish I'd done a speech at my wedding, though. It, yeah. it, 
people are what, doing people it do now. Their own wedding? No, thank you. Well, oh, why does the man so... get to oh, do it? It's a great mm. night about you enough already. <laughs> no, because I don't get to speak. I like, agree. I... I agree. If I ever got mm. to get married, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't let my partner speak. He's not funny at all. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> I just. He's a lawyer. Could you imagine? <laughs> See, I wussed no out way. of it. I had the opportunity to, and I wussed out of it because I like I've got this theory that the more fancy your wedding is, then the quicker it expires, right? So ours was <laughs> so beautiful. Like it had this Lego theme. It had little Lego oh, builders theme. building the wedding yeah. cake. You had to build your own minifigure bar. It was beautiful. Six months later, dead in the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> To the point, right, I googled how long they make you stay married before you're allowed to get a divorce, and it turns out it's 12 months, and I was like, that's fine, that's fine, six months, we can save that, not a problem. That's brilliant. Spoiler, you can't, (laughs) but there is a really good happy ending to this, right, where it was the day we'd signed the divorce papers, because we were barely talking to each other, but it was like, swap them over, send them off. Um, I was walking through work with my friend talking about what was happening and all this kind of stuff and I talked about this this boy I dated years ago I'd had a couple of months with and I called him Sexy Simon because he was astronomically out of my league right it was incredible I don't know why that happened and I said to my friend I said I'm not being funny but I think Sexy Simon was nicer to me in two months than my ex-husband was in eight years and my ex-husband walked around the corner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, well, karma's a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> I, re- I really thought that was going to end in you marrying Sexy Simon. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, Sexy Simon. You called him Sexy Simon mainly because you knew someone else who was very simple. No, I, I knew <laughs> yeah. no other Simons. He just deserved a moniker. <laughs> wasn't a descriptive, it was just a He truth. was like an Adonis, Tom. I can't stress this enough. I've never met anybody like that again since. Did you ever play Sexy Simon Ted? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit personal. I think that's for later on. <laughs> oh, I went out with somebody who was of an Adonis body but a very simple mind. Oh, no. <laughs> very briefly. <laughs> um, body like a statue, mind like a statue. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, he was trying to make it in local wrestling, not like the proper sport, like yeah. WWE. Yeah, and he'd just travel around leisure centres in South Wales. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> He had quite a cult following. They hated me. Uh... <laughs> it's because you've taken him off the table. He's no longer a single free agent. Well, no, but if you take him off the table, you can't get through the table. <laughs> oh, I only went to one of those matches because it was just too sad. <laughs> and they get the folding chairs out around the room. Yeah. There's like 20 people and friends of family. Yeah, I know. I know the, I know the folk. I've got, in my experience, the, the the better the better the body, the worse the sex. This is my mm. the more time because the, the amount of time and discipline it takes to kind of get that kind of like body, like they don't have they've had no time to invest in like becoming considerate. <laughs> Becoming <laughs> real humans. It's the hip bones, man. It's not comfortable. It's not uh, it's nice to look at. Yeah. But you know <laughs> that, that's about it. Poor really. sexy Simon. Shit out of Sexy luck. Simon. 
Jen's back on the market now, but he's wasting his time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Him and his horrible hip bones can seek their business elsewhere. Well, that took a turn, didn't it? Right. Mm. Oh, that, that was only the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I didn't really allocate anyone's points because I was too busy having a nice time. This keeps <laughs> happening. Um, I insisted I needed a format, and I, I'm the only person that doesn't adhere to it so far. So, right, just, I'll just guess. Right, and the ball is? It is local pubs. Who's got a good local pub? Who's got a bad local pub? Well, I'm very, I'm very sad, actually, um, because um, the second nearest pub to me was shut because of the pandemic. It's not, not going to reopen. Oh. Oh, like forever? Yeah. Uh, oh. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, it's called the old dairy. Well, was, um, and uh, Park. Yeah, yeah. Is that shut in? Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, this is getting very London centric. Jen down in South Wales. Yeah. Going, no. But um, that's shut in because it's a bit. It's a bit posh. That pub. You don't imagine posh pubs shut in because of tra- mm. you know it's a bit. It's mm. a bit well, of- um, you do because those are the ones the property developers want. Yeah. Oh. oh, that is sad. I've had a few. Mm. I've had a few bad dates in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I love that pub because it was literally, yeah, like about hundred seconds from my front door, and just, you know, just. How close going... is the closest local pub then? If that's a hundred oh, seconds away, road, do you road, live in a pub? Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, behind, behind this uh, wall are the pumps. No. <laughs> No, there's one on the end of, uh, end of the street, um, but it's very that's a very hipster pub. So what's that one yeah. called? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I find it I find it surprising that you can't fare through hipster pubs though, Tom, because they'd accept you as one of their own. Oh, absolutely, and and. I mean, the last time I went in there, actually, they had, they had a pint for only £3.80, which in London is exceptional. I, I imagine they'd worship you like a god if you still had your twirly moustache, to be honest. Um... <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I've taken off the moustache because I'm playing Bernie Sanders in a Zoom call next week. <laughs> <laughs> it accentuates the lipstick you put on, so it's fine. Um, uh... I actually know that the moustache and the lipstick does look quite good together. Um but the yeah, so the, the old dairy's gone, and I'm I'm mainly sad because it had the best pub quiz ever. What was um, so good about it? Three things. Number one, um, the second biggest cash prize went to the team who finished second last. Intriguing. Okay. So it incentivizes <laughs> people to stay and not to throw the game. Ah, I see. Um. Number two, it was beautifully intricate. So the picture round is 20 pictures and you have to pick out five groups of four, but also say what what the names are, but what what the links are in those five groups. At one time, one of the groups was people mentioned in the Billy Joel song, we didn't start the fire. Oh. Now, we didn't get we didn't get it, but we were very, very glad <laughs> to the You're just glad it exists. <laughs> and third, all of the people who sort of read the quiz know me by name now, and one of them emailed me the other day, uh, 
and said, oh, we're, we're sort of doing it online now, but I will, I, I'm sad that I'm never going to hear you shout, fuck the Pats. <laughs> Every time the, new, the uh, New England Patriots were mentioned, I would scream, fuck the Pats! <laughs> Why would happen often? So much? Yeah. So, yeah. Just good. to, to trigger Tom. They've been in the Super Bowl for a number of years, but fuck the Pats. If you support the Pats, it's like, it's like supporting the stock market. I mean, what kind of art <laughs> are you? <laughs> I thought you said fuck the pats. I thought you meant the guy who played the vampire. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, That's it. He's too handsome. He must be stopped. <laughs> no Let's one deserves to be this successful. <laughs> I don't hate, you know. It's not his goal, let him live his life. He's just he's yeah. being Batman. It's all good. No, that, that makes more sense. <laughs> Marginally more sense, the, the actual real truth than our version. Mm. <laughs> oh, my only experience of the Super Bowl is just picking the team that the cutest men liked because I only went to look for men <laughs> because not a lot of women were willing to stay up that late. <laughs> so it, it was like it was like fish in a barrel. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, that was that's my Super Bowl experience. That's um, do, do, do... Uh, Jen or Athena, do you have a, a American football team? Not really. But um, well, it like better not be like, the Pats. No, it's not, it's I definitely like the, not the Patriots. I like the LA Raiders because I like the hat. So, <laughs> the LA Raiders, it's quite... That's from NWA, they wear like the LA Raiders. They, they're, they're a football team, aren't they? Yeah, so I like them. They're a football team. Um, who else? I guess I like the Dolphins because I like Dolphins. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is why people don't want Sorry. us on panel shows. I like the dolphins because they were a naked gun, weren't they? The one that's on the hat. Yeah, yeah they were. That's um, the only thing I know about the dolphins. <laughs> they were a naked gun. Also in, um, also in the first, uh, what's it's their movie? Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura movie, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, when, when you look back at it, Problematic. 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 Yes, we had to cancel that film, um, didn't we? We did. That's a really good it's thing, annoying though. annoying because it is really funny. Mm. The second one, a terrible thing on all points, but nothing in it problematic. And the first one, really funny and <laughs> horrendously problematic. But problematic. But luckily, we've got Dumb and Dumber. So yeah. we can, you know. But I read a really good, great. insightful tweet before we joined this call that was about. <laughs> And this is where I get all of my education from. It was like, it said that things in the past that we love, like films and books and whatever, them becoming problematic is a good sign because it means us, the viewers and the watchers, have progressed since then. So we yeah. can look at it now and reflect it and go, no, that's really problematic. Yeah, no, that, that is true. But I think even at that point, which is what, 94, 95, maybe? For oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it could have been... I think better. it was a problem then. <laughs> and I think we should have been better then. Mm. Um, but that, that, that's, that, that's why I feel so upset about Ace, the first Ace Ventura. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know anyone had strong feelings about Ace Ventura at no, all. So I'm this with is a him, real man. discovery. <laughs> I kind of can't finish the movie if I watch it now. I have to stop halfway so nothing gets resolved because I can't face the rest of it. It was a funny era for films, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's like Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion was around at the time. And again, very good, but also not great for women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, I, mean, I, I think that one's fine. 
But Janine, Janine Garofalo was amazing. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> she she stands up, but um, yeah, there's something to be said for just leaning in and accepting that you might not be very bright though, I suppose. So there's, there is a good message in there. You don't have to have invented <laughs> post-it notes to live a fulfilling life. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about this because I did Molly Mulshine's podcast and it was like an ap- academic look at the WAG phenomenon. <laughs> Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, I, it was like the dissertation I wish I'd written. I did so much research. If I'd done half as much research at uni, I wouldn't have got two two. I was so ready. I had data. I had insight. That was such a fun hour. But it was just like, why do we, why do all the wives and girlfriends? Because like they're held up in this, that they have to be like really intelligent and business women. And they must be a bit stupid if they've married a footballer. But footballers can be a bit dumb as well they're not always book smart so maybe they're just happy mm. they don't have to be like business people because no one expects either footballers or the wives or girlfriends of footballers to be clever no i wouldn't take trading tips off of a wag like i wouldn't be like oh we've got to invest in bitcoin because Wayne Reed's happy. wife said so like i wouldn't do that no I don't rebecca vardy <laughs> Rebecca she could Vardy. tell you how to sell a secret story to the sun or sh- or would she we don't maybe, know maybe she just really got on really early in court. on gamestop i reckon rebecca vardy was straight in with gamestop and now it <laughs> shares it through the roof i don't know she strikes me as somebody who's quite um media savvy at the very least mm. i think a lot of them have got a lot of sense in how they deal with the media so like the idea that jordan hasn't created the character of jordan and cashed in wildly on it in yeah, a yeah. very calculated yeah. way is um... no, no, Jordan is a, a, a sort of uh, ba- ba- banner example of people underestimating you mm. yeah and she's made a lot of money out of it and she's she's mm. fine with it she's fine she's with the character right. she's she's it. ever anyone says about her because uh, she's got fuck loads of money thanks yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be over there griping I'm just going to sit here and count my money I'll sit here in my cool. pink sparkly horse box <laughs> Married to you, Andre. I mean, he, we never. Yeah. Why, did, why did we just accept that? That was. <laughs> I mean, it happened, and we just, we just moved on. That she we married went, Peter that's Andre. That's fine. That's fine. That's right. And then they, and then they auditioned for Eurovision, and we went. Oh god. Yeah. This is normal. This is totally yeah. fine. Totally and then the pandemic came, and we were surprised. What? <laughs> this is the horsemen the of the apocalypse have been thing. coming for a long time. <laughs> Uh, we, we we've had we've had a time, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Had a lot of time. But yeah, I I spent hours researching about wives and girlfriends. That's time I won't get back. Who's <laughs> the mug? Because I would wager they've not spent a minute researching me. So I, I bet they've... you could become penultimate in a pub quiz. You know that the wags they specifically it's like a career choice. Like they go to the places footballers hang out to meet mm. them. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like they what they wear, how they dress. They're like, oh, this is where footballers hang out. So it's like. You, it's like work it's like a job interview you know they're highly qualified people but they're only qualified to marry footballers That's yeah the they're qualified in a very specific set <laughs> yeah. of skills right. it's like liam neeson but very different yeah, yeah i mean you, you, you've just got to know who who they've got away next week and do your kegels <laughs> i mean you should do those anyway tom that's just good practice <laughs> that's not just for wax I mean, <laughs> to, 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 um to sort of butcher a, a jug stanhope but i've got a baby carrot in right now 
What an image. Wow. Particularly <laughs> as you're there in an almost full face of makeup at this stage. This is this is not how I thought we'd meet Athena. <laughs> but to be fair, a carrot's a wise choice of vegetable. It's a good like, it's tapered. So it's a good yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's, the, it's the angle of the taper. You don't want to parsnip, it, but it tapers too um, acutely. Um, you want a gentle taper. <laughs> um, so carrot is wise, yes. But is it like one of those situations though? I'd worry about like when I was in Amsterdam and I had the big pint stein and I put my arm through it to see if I could hang it off my wrist then couldn't get my hand out. What if you create a situation like that but intimately? <laughs> then you become one of those stories, don't you? You're, are you in the metro? I think that yeah, yeah. 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 you're in Channel 5. Yeah. hope for the best. 24 hours in A&E. Yeah. Because well, um, like, like carrots and parsnips, they're biodegradable, but how soon? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you see? But I get one. They should sell them a bits of string, <laughs> and then they could yank them out. Or you could tie yeah. them to a doorknob, like you did with like loose teeth when you were a child, so you could get them. You guys do know that sex toys exist, right? There is this precision implements that you can buy instead of whacking vegetables up there. Yeah, but yeah. Tom, Tom is using Rimmel. This, this is, is not true. a man investing in self-care. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure how we got to this. The subject was local pubs. The king of oh, rimming oh. and rimmel. I've got, I've got a pub rimmel. story. I've got a pub story. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. so, I've got, I've got two God. pub stories. So I used to work in this workplace, um, and we all used to get drunk every afternoon. Because uh, not drunk, but we used to drink during the day because it was one of those jobs. And this is, this is a boy night day, but I'll tell you. And in those days, um, it was a very popular pub chain we went to. And there used to be five San Miguel's for five pounds. Wow. Um, and I used to drink those a lot. So I got the nickname San Miguel. So that's, um, that's one story. The next story is I once went to a curry and whatever night with some friends in a sh different pub, but same chain. And every man in that pub, we could see his butt crack. It was quite remarkable. <laughs> every yeah, single one. There was about three, old, three or four old men scattered around the pub, which is fair enough. But it was remar remar remarkable that every one of them was ha was where one of them had trousers with tied with rope, um, like a rope belt, and that and that was when I started to question my life choices because I looked up me and my friends. Said, Why are we here? Like rope rather than yeah. string. I was going to say Tom must be horrified to hear yeah. this. It's <laughs> a man holding trousers up with rope. So, and that was um, that was when I decided I should probably spend less time in in this in this particular chain of pubs drinking and more. Well, time I don't know which out. chain of pubs you're talking about, but I can tell you, both of the Weatherspoons near me have also shut. Oh, well, that's... no way! Mm. I used to live One there. One of them is now a super drug. Oh, Ooh, that's where you do shop. get Rimmel. That's where I get my Rimmel. I don't begrudge Super Jug taking over No, that's um, a fancy Super Jug as well. But another one has just kept the same name and become a six pound pint pub. Oh. It used to be a Weatherspoons. You can tell when an area is on the turn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I am one street away from Harringay. I'm in Islington. <laughs> Thank God. Oh. Uh, that means nothing to a lot of people, Tom. This is a podcast that goes out to the world. But I, think, I think the phrasing kind of gave people a clue, even though they might not geographically know. <laughs> I don't even know. Which, so, which, so I don't get which one's not, which one is Harringay undesirable? Which one's not salubrious? <laughs> um, I, 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 I would be happy to die in Islington. 
because, because honestly, the Islington Refuse Collection. So... <laughs> Is it timely? <laughs> oh my God! You could, you you can time your watch by it. It's Thursday. I don't know what kind of watch I've got. It just tells me the day. But. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> We need the lockdown to be over soon, I think. Cause, yeah, no, no one's going really? mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when I lived in Bethnal Green, the local pub to me, the most local pub, like your most local pub, had a like a sliding scale of prices. So the pints got cheaper the more appropriate it was to have pints. Oh, so if God. you're in there at 10.30, it was like £3. And if you're in there in the afternoon, it was 5 It was amazing. Cash only. Oh, obviously <laughs> cash only bar and um we only went in there once because they knew we we weren't we didn't belong so we had our drink <laughs> we by mutual agreement the so there's no, no butt cracks hanging out in your party i'm sorry <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah by mutual agreement we decided yeah. to not come again we were not made welcome <laughs> i think basically everything i asked for they said they didn't have even though i could see they had it i was like God. okay i understand that's fine it's so like like a scene in pretty woman but with pubs but like the opposite yeah <laughs> you're too nice to come in here your money is too good your, your plastic card based money is is no good here and they did a meat raffle as well <laughs> East London pubs are great. They're the one thing that you can gentrify the whole of East London. Those pubs will still remain. They're quite remarkable. Oh, that sounds like a great pub. Remember pubs? Dude, it sounds like one of those awful places that make that that makes you not use your smartphone. You know, you get pubs that like don't come in here if you're going to go on your smartphone. Yeah. Just, think, Talk off. to each other. Yeah. Fuck off. Like the old days. <laughs> Always like inspirational message boards on the outside. Uh, Make yeah. sure you have enough interesting people in here that I don't need to look at my phone. <laughs> Literally, the whole of the, the whole of the world save. The I whole am of the world to people. Save. In here. Yeah, I'll, I'd rather the whole of the world. Thank you. They should fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so arrogant. <laughs> I know. It's like because me and my husband were going to the pub when we were allowed, and um, it's just a different place for us to look at our phones. Because what have we got to talk about? <laughs> We've got no news. <laughs> <laughs> There is no news in this house. The only thing that's, that's to say the to your part is that it's <laughs> yeah. something that's still happening. <laughs> Just... The only thing to say to your partner is put the kettle on. So if the kettle's not nearby, I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> nothing. You're in, we're in Tesco's. There's no. The kettle is not here. Just say, complete silence. Pick up the leaf. Do you know what I mean? That's say nothing. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. The chat in the supermarket is my husband trolling me, going, you've touched that, you have to buy it now. Are you going to touch all the vegetables? And like, he's just following me around, chipping away at me. This is why some relationships aren't surviving lockdown. Mm. You have to think, you know, oh, am I allowed to test the, this avocado? No, you're not supposed to. And I've had some several disappointing avocado experiences as a result of <laughs> well, that roulette. I've got, well, I've got one that's just fucking sitting there being a bastard. Uh, man, they just don't soften. And mine was reduced. It was supposed to be on the way out. How is it a blunt force weapon? Like, how? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. And then you try and just hack into it in case there's a little bit of flesh that might be ripe. And then you've just ruined it. Mm. So so I've got like a, a few beaten up ones in the fridge because I've got the heart to throw them away and admit that I am the problem. So they just, someone else can throw them away. Make block. Well, they, they won't soften. 
It's like digging into a stone. That's the problem. She can't get any of the flesh out. And you know when you, it's like... You can make guac with a hard one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a mild experience. Yeah, I, I, that did sound weird. <laughs> it's like, because it's such a first world problem to like have an avocado that's not right. But when your world is within four walls, it is so yeah. much bigger a problem than it's ever been. Because like you look forward to meals because there's nothing else. I'm eating my lunch thinking about what I'm having for tea. Like, cause oh, they, uh... I'm cooking for, well, um, one of my flatmates has gone to stay with his girlfriend for a bit. Um, but I, I've been pretty much cooking for both of them all the time, but just mm. because it's something to do, isn't it? <laughs> it takes, oh. takes up some time. Oh, it's like, why are you cutting that cucumber so thin? Because what else have I got to do? Because <laughs> the sense of achievement when it's almost translucent is huge. I've got um, I've got a two-year-old and the effort I'm putting into this girl's dinner. Cause it's just, <laughs> and she, like, she gives a shit, do you know what I mean? She doesn't care. But even, I've even started, when I cut up her fingers, I do it at an angle now. Oh, no. you, um, <laughs> but yeah like i just and i and i'll like i don't just put them on the plate i sometimes like do it nicely like you know pile them up do you remember all the fuss about like bento box mums this was, this was years before we were all locked at home and there were these mums that had full-time jobs and would put on bento boxes for their kids to go to school with every day and it was all like beautifully sculpted rice looking like a panda and all this kind of stuff is that what you've become? You're not like think, just doing bento boxing. So, and I'm not even putting them on Instagram. What a waste. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> absolute waste. I'm Come like, on. My dinners. Yeah. Today she's getting sweet potato fries. Uh, she's getting a vegetarian sausage, um, and she's getting boiled plantain. And it's all going to look like. Mm. I'm going to make. What should I make it look like? A bus. She likes buses. Um, so, yes. Put it up. I, I, I'll put it on Instagram. Instagram. And I can make it's a little bus stop from have. the sweet potato fries. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try my best. <laughs> uh, please cut this out, Vic. But, um, Athena, and what is your secret for sweet potato fries? Because I can't do corn them. Cornflour, cornflour. So when you before you put them in the oven, um, get a small amount of cornflour. Um, okay. uh, just like dust them. Like yeah. I season them with salt, pepper. Do you parboil them first? Um, I literally no 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 don't parboil them they're too soft okay. they're too soft yeah, yeah but cut them quite you want to cut them quite small but yeah <laughs> corn flour uh, thin um, and uh, season before you uh, season before not after so you put your salt and your yep. pepper on before um, and hot 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 oven they've got to be hot why did you want this cut out is it because you want to take credit for Athena's work <laughs> no I thought it would be really boring for the listener I don't think so I was there's gonna... nothing boring because like, sweet potato fries are very they go soggy corn flour but, yeah. I've never yeah. been able yeah. to cook them because like, like, uh, like I'm quite good at you know just normal chips but you know if, if I can have polenta if you have if my, if uh, polenta will work as well if you haven't got corn flour Okay. That's that's staying in. <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> that's doing everybody a service, let's be honest. Right, well, unbelievably, I think we've done two categories and this is probably the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we've covered a fourth. You sent me about 60. I was oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. There's never any risk we're gonna get through anymore. I think six <laughs> is the record. And that was when um Maureen Younger insisted on new balls. For something so oh. Oh, I, I forgot about our cards <laughs> the new balls are <laughs> i know we're just having a good time it's just a chat this is what happens when you record on a friday afternoon <laughs> right meeting famous people 
Any of us? Anyone met any famous people? Tom, have you got? I mean, I feel like you've got endless stories about this because you've talked about a few. But well, I, I, I've told you the Brian Blessed one, haven't I? I think so. And I've told you the Dawn French one. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I, I've got any that that are as good as those two. But so uh, I, I, I will pass to the others, and then I'll be sorry. I've hit. I managed to hit the guitar. <laughs> What's I've got that? The worst. The worst story that reflects really poorly on me. Um, <laughs> Amazing. That is the dream. <laughs> I, I, like, I can't, when I'm in public situations, I go to pieces. Like, it's like my brain stops working. It stops interpreting things. So I really, really love the horn section, which Alex Horn, as in Taskmaster Alex Horn, is in. Um, so it's like my tradition every year I go to when they play in Cardiff. And last time, literally before the pandemic happened, they played in Cardiff and I went on my own and I had a front row seat and it was perfect and it was lovely. At the end of it, they did like a, a queuing thing. So you could buy stuff off the lads that were selling. You could buy CDs and what have you. And then Alex Holmes stood there and there's a massive queue for him. So we were all waiting to, to see Alex. And I was talking to, there was Ed Sheldrake and Joe Auckland that were selling stuff behind the counter. And I came out with the quite epic can I take a photo with you while we wait? Which in my head was like, I also want a photo with you, but in their heads has read like, you are my second choice. I'm just <laughs> literally here while I'm in a queue. Maybe let's just have a photo. Why not? Screw it. Yeah. And I was Should we just try and get mortified. Alex Horn in the background? <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst thing is I got to Alex, right? And I'd said to him, Again, just try to make conversation. I'm so socially awkward. I tried to make conversation with him and I said, oh, I came last year with my friend, but because he's quite fussy, we'd had to sit really far back. And I said, oh, the acoustics weren't very bad, uh, were very bad. So this year I thought, right, I'll book a front row seat, get in early. Alex on apologised to me for the state of the acoustics the previous year. And I'm just thinking, so I, I, I can't show my show. face. You criticise the show. show. I've said is is banned it poorly. Just done because, as performers, we all know we can we can take criticism of yesterday's show, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was. I, to be fair, I absolutely praised that one. I, I also showed myself up because they, there was a guy saying, "Oh, has it got Chinese Five Spice on the CD?" And I went, "Yeah, it's like the first one." And the the actual band had to look at the back of the sleeve and went, "Oh yeah, you're right." I was like, "Yeah, I've listened to it." Quite a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. I, I'm the same. Um, I saw. I'm not going to name him just because it's embarrassing. Um, you never know. One day, I, I I've got to stop naming people. Like this is a little conversation I'm having with three others because you never yeah. know. Like yeah. what if what if I get famous? And then people listen back to all these. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to see um, a quite a famous actor in a Shakespearean play. And I saw him at the bar afterwards and I was really excited. And I rocked up and he was like, what did you think of it? And I was like, oh, it was all right. It was all right. That's, that's what I had to say. And I know but you didn't mean it, it like that either. But maybe... it's just, it comes out of your mouth and then it's too it's late to take it back. It was true, though. I did think it was all right, which is why I then doubled down. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, the second bit was really dramatic, but the first bit, I felt like you played it for laughs and it was quite serious. So, yeah. 
it was a critique that he didn't want. Why would he ask you? Like, what, like he should just be like, yeah. "Hello, nice to meet you." Like, when yeah. I come off after a gig, if I meet someone, I don't go, "Did you enjoy it?" I just sort of, mm. like, I would never do that. <laughs> and I, I, I would know if you enjoyed it by how the gig went. Like, mm. like I don't. And, and also, yeah. also the look in their eyes. <laughs> it's not like I didn't have time to prepare because I'd spent a good half an hour staring at the back of his head to the point it probably burnt holes in before my, making my approach. And that what was the best I could was it? Um, I can't even remember. That's how. Um... No, you you can come on. Can tell us it was was it because we won't. I won't know which actor it was because I don't know who plays what. So mm. you might as well say. Well, I can't. I genuinely can't remember. It was a Shakespeare. I do PR that my bad. job. It, it so I, I don't, like I don't think that? anything okay. of your opinion on how the play was if you can't even remember which fucking play it was. <laughs> the, well, plays it, quite, the plays are quite different. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, oh, no, they're all versions yeah. of it was, they're quite, if, it was, <laughs> if it was good, I would have remembered it, wouldn't I? If you don't, well, give if us, you do you remember the feedback, don't ask. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember the right aspect of it? Benedict so Cumberbatch, you? very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Someone came up to me after a gig once and said, comedy's hard, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> wow. And I went, yes, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, I've had, I've had those, those moments. I met my, a- my worst thing ever after a show um, was uh, a play at the Fringe. Mm. My mother said to me afterwards, it wasn't really acting, was it, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, um, somebody came up to me from the audience at one of the shows that I ran to say that he'd not enjoyed one of the comedians but had gone to comfort them because everybody has a bad night and i was like oh don't oh, ever do that no. again it's like oh i told her i told her it was fine and i'm sure she's normally very good i was like don't ever do oh, that God. that was the same I mean, like it's, where it's, they... it's a nice impulse but it is a bad result mm. yeah because he was like no you could see that she could tell it hadn't gone well and i was like even more don't do that then <laughs> And also, like, our gigs don't go well all the time. Like, this is really normal for us. So we just kind of brush it off. But, like, hmm. for an audience member, it must be the worst thing ever for them. They might only see comedy, yeah. like, once a year. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Like, when, 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 they, when they really feel for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you think, no, no, it's cool. Like, there were bad gigs where you think you're right. And there are bad gigs when you think you're wrong. Mm. And you don't, in either of those situations, want any of the audience coming up to you. <laughs> oh, they were really sweet, though, because they clearly had never been to a comedy gig before, these boys. Three, like, quite laddie lads that were a good three or four pints in. Yeah. And they positively heckled all the acts. Because oh, no. they, they were surprised every time by how good they all were. And so they were verbally supporting it as though it was a football match. So they're like, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And then they challenged another heckler, not realizing that that was not any help. <laughs> so somebody else did try to heckle that was actually all right. And probably- I wouldn't have to throw four people out of a, an Edinburgh show. Um, and I, I just knew it was going to happen. I just knew it was going to happen because um, two of them came in, but then left before the start of the show. Oh. Obviously to go to the bar. 
and then both of the two came back with four points each. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 Jesus. These oh, are people that want to pay attention. <laughs> Hello, red flag. P- pumped for that mm-hmm. um, concentration that they're going for. <laughs> like, I just like, do I deal with it now? No, I'll just wait till it's out. Which it will. I like a challenge. This is what happens. I started doing a sad bit about half an hour in, and oh my god! Turns out uh, the drunk meathead man. Oh, uh, they were white men. Do, did I need to tell you that? No, no. no. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, just, they just like couldn't handle like a little bit of downtime in the show, mm-hmm. and I was doing a sad bit, and one that was like. Fucking stop it! What? Wait, what do you stop? What, what? Do you even mean? <laughs> stop bringing everyone down. Stop, like, stop putting yourself down. What did he? Mm. What, what's the? I had no idea, and it just it, it took about six minutes to get them out. That's very specific. Were you timing it? Um, well, it ate into the timing of your show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Done. It's really awkward. <laughs> oh, but they were so, they were funny because they were literally like somebody chipped in and they were like, "Leave him alone. He's doing a good job." I was like, "What is happening? I've wow. lost control of this game." I mean, I mean, once we got them out, the rest of the audience were real onside. But mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing brings everybody together like yeah. communal hatred of an yeah. arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I miss catching someone's eye on the tube when someone's being a dickhead and just mm-hmm. knowing, mm-hmm. having yeah. the, that little moment of understanding you have as you both move carriages <laughs> together. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's like a chair that smells of piss yeah. and everyone just stays away from oh, the chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone goes towards it, everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. And then you go, oh, yeah, so, and someone's going, no, don't sit there, don't sit there. Uh, yeah, those little moments. Humanity is not best. One, not that one. Yeah. Not that one. Someone's been sick under that one. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, I miss, I miss everything about the world. Um, oh, people. Oh. Weren't they good? <laughs> they were yeah. all right, weren't they, when you look back? Generally, uh, they were fine. <laughs> did it, has anyone else met a celebrity? Jen, we can't leave Jen just hanging there with that. <laughs> I suppose we can actually. I mean, I've got more stalker stories about Dick and Dom, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Dom don't qualify as celebrities. <gasps> That's outrageous. Um, Apparently, they've got a thing on HBO coming because they've been doing like daily vlogs of stuff that's happening in the world because they can't get out and do any work. So they've been doing stuff on Instagram Live. And now HBO have picked it up, but it won't broadcast anywhere outside of America. What? I know. What? <laughs> well, good for them, I guess. Um, but yeah, but that's they're going to represent the UK in America. Yeah. So America's yeah. a bit all different. Good song. luck, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, they'll never make it here because of Ant and Dick. Ant and Dick will have to die for Dick and Dom mm, to get out. The, the ascension here. is clear. <laughs> so they can't, they can't make it over here. So they need to get out of the, the so Ant and Dick. Ant and Dick. I'm surprised they weren't cancelled. Yeah, what have Antidek got to do to get cancelled? Because they've gone pretty far down the cancelled route and they're still around. Yeah. Do you remember when PJ knocked under. over that kid and he got drunk and yeah. he ran a child over? Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, people like my mum went, he's sorry. 
They were like, oh, never mind. Nobody actually died. It was fine. <laughs> My mum's opinions are rich and varied. They were like, he's, he's trying to have children. You can't have them. It's depressing. It's like, oh, yeah, but don't run. You got, all the more reason to not run over children, yeah. surely. Don't um, take more kids out of the equation yeah. on, on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting so resentful. You just think, well, if I can't have them, no I mean, one can. I mean, the, the only thing that, that could have been worse about that situation if he's just jarring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. We can't end Beautiful. on that. Beautiful. Oh, I don't know. I've got a story to end on. I've Please. got a famous story. So I tell the story a lot because it's a cool thing. <laughs> it's a cool thing. So uh, when I was 18, I went to Ghana for the first time. I was there for ages. And there's a village I'm from called Ada. And a, a computer centre was open there. And my dad was like, oh, we can go. And there'll be like celebrations. So we went. It turns out this computer centre was being opened by Scientologists, right? And they sent, the Scientologists sent two of the representatives to open it and to like do the festivities ever and those two Scientologists were Isaac Hayes right <laughs> Isaac Hayes the singer and chef of Sci-Fi Plot yeah. and Nancy Cartwright who does all the oh my god and I was it was just wild and did you was, join <laughs> I was hanging out with them like the whole day it was so weird and the crazy thing is I'm the biggest Simpsons fan like and at the mm. time I was like now I've got kids and all kinds of things going on but before that's all I had in my life just the Simpsons <laughs> right so I wasn't just a big Simpsons I just was like I was just amazed and my mum kept on telling that to Cara, oh she doesn't let us watch the news we have to watch the Simpsons all the time and I was just like this is so embarrassing um and then my mum met my mum made her do all the voices and then afterwards oh, she said God. well she, and I was trying to explain to my mum who Natsuka was and she said well she doesn't look like much of an actress, you know, like, <laughs> she thought she'd like Nicole Kidman or something. And, <laughs> and obviously, yeah, if you've ever seen Nicole Nancy Cartwright... looking for voice work all the time. Yeah, and if you've seen Nancy Cartwright, she's a bit of a plain Jane, like, hmm. she's not, let's, you know... Well, no, but, but yeah. Kidman's an interesting thing to say there, because she... She married Tom Cruise, hmm. obviously. Um, and so, yeah, and she actually... did the 10 years, and she did the 10... the 10 years, and then fucking got out. Yeah. Um, but did she open a computer centre in Ghana? No. And Isaac Hayes, they made him a chief. They made him a chief of the village, and they put him on a palm queen, which is that kind of big kind of straw chair that you, yeah, you yeah. carry around. Yeah. They do it, you know. You've seen him on. Kinsola I didn't know Isaac Hayes was one. Oh, no, honestly, wild. I reckon they do it for the holidays. Um, <laughs> to be honest, um, and that, I thought, yeah, that was a, that was a crazy day. Um, another round, yeah. I won't go. Yeah, that was probably the. No, yeah, go on. I'm loving no, it. No, I just, I just. I'm now thinking, would I be, would I do Scientology to be chief mm. of the village? I think mm. maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's all ceremonial, but fuck it, you get, to, you get to get carried around. <laughs> Sounds well fun. Um, yeah, I've got pictures. We've got, uh, we've got, I've got, I've got pictures of them and, and all sorts. Um, <laughs> just, it's Isaac Hayes. You never think in your life you're going to meet Isaac Hayes. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> under those circumstances. <laughs> you know, Nancy Cartwright possibly, but not Isaac Hayes. Nah, I've never met Isaac Hayes in my whole life. Oh, it'd be nice. Isaac Hayes did fall out with the South Park creators. That's why he left over Scientology because he thought they'd been too insulting to Scientology. Oh, I've forgotten like, about that. South yeah, Park, what do you think right. they're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> Everybody's game. And a side point the computers were shit. Like, we were like, <laughs> it was like, this is not how. We There's a real issue. We have real issues with sending crap technology to developing countries. We don't want it anymore. Have, have our VHS. You know, have it all. Um, and it's, you know, the computer's are a bit shit, to be honest. Uh, Betamax, what am I yeah. going to do with this? <laughs> but yeah, good game, yeah. And I went back to Ghana last January, 
um, and the centre was still there. Oh, yeah, so the, the building nice. stood. The computers are probably not. Um, yeah, <laughs> they still. Yeah, yeah the building is still there. So there you go. RM Nimbus. Um, <laughs> 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 you see, yeah, <laughs> making little turtle robots move around. That oh, great, yeah. oh, oh wow. that was a special day in school. Yeah, when, when you've got there. to use the computer. Yeah. <laughs> kids many... all around one computer. Yeah, yeah I um, got to use the computer years of age. <laughs> <laughs> you're five minutes moving the blob around um, right yeah anyway um let's go around and talk about everything that we're doing sure. while i take the two seconds to tot up the scores tom Ooh. tuck what are you doing um i am doing uh, precious little um <laughs> but some <You'd> never tell <laughs> 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 it, it, it's me having loads of makeup near me whilst I'm barefoot, <laughs> not a towel. <laughs> well, I'm dressed like a Hollyoaks actress on the red carpet, and it's for this, so I too am. And your boss. Not um, busy. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, uh, well, in fact, the three of you come see Marilyn Rock show tomorrow on Zoom um, when this comes out. It will be over. But, um... <laughs> oh, so we have to. <laughs> but we can go. That's the main thing. I will give you a free link to it. It's an amazing show. It's about um, consent and uh, the Me Too movement and uh, what consent means in the modern age. Um, I, I directed it. Huh. Um, and uh, it was supposed to be recorded live soon. Mm. Um, and this this Zoom show was supposed to be the last like version before the live record, but that's almost probably not going to happen. So it's just another version of it. Um, it's brilliant, 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 brilliant. Um, otherwise, uh, you can buy my DVD if you just email me. I mean, we'd have to ship in DVD players from Ghana, but because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all discless now. But yeah, so yeah, uh, you can. You can, I mean, if if you, if you don't have a DVD player, go and go go and buy the digital version of my show oh. uh, from Oh, lovely! I might do that because I did buy the DVD because it had fun cover up, but then realised I had no capability to play it. So. Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll get you a link, Vic. Sorry, I didn't realise you haven't been able to watch it. Well, I didn't tell you because it was embarrassing because I bought a thing for a thing that I didn't have. So, it's funny. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get a link for you. Yay! I'll have a viewing party. It'll be great. Um, and Jen, what are you? Where will we find you on the internet? Well, tomorrow, I will obviously be watching Tom's show because it sounds excellent and very earnest, and I like that. Um, I'm mainly, because I mean, it's really dragged it down and made me look like a dick now, but I am mainly pissing around on the internet with strangers. So YouTube and Twitch is Jenna Gabe Master, because I am hilarious and I think that's funny. Um, it's very funny. It's very funny. It, it comes from the fact that when I was in doing roller derby briefly in a post-divorce 
losing my mind over everything. I did roller derby and I was going to call myself Genegade Faster. But hey. It doesn't really work off skates. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you also try pole dancing and you were allergic to yeah. pole? So I've got a really massive nickel allergy and I did one pole dancing lesson in literally in the middle of Cardiff Bay. So I was <laughs> dead a night in down in the docks in Cardiff Bay. It couldn't look more like I was going to get robbed. And then I did this pole dancing lesson and at the end of the thing, I just looked at my hands and it was all, they were all both Thank all God it peeling. was your hands. Do you know what it I mean? Just, like, it was awful. Things you wrap around that pole. I mean, you were yeah. like, <laughs> A shorter short and that would have yeah. been a yeah. much bigger issue. And yeah, sure. and, she, and she completely tried to sign me up for more classes and I was like, I mean, this this could be a problem long term. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> She's like, see a doctor and then come back to us and give us like 50 quid. Thanks. Or get yourself a gold pole. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, we don't I'm want your pole in our legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh, I've got a jewelry pole. Graceful. Play pole. I've started doing like aerobics over Skype with. <sighs> an impossibly flamboyant man um i did share this morning and i feel like i've been in a car accident it was meant to be <laughs> it's like the easiest level that you could do and i was like doing the warm-up thinking i can manage this and then he was like right let's start the work i was like you what <laughs> <laughs> i'd started the work i hate it when you're knackered from the warm-up it happens to me so aerobics. <laughs> snap out of it um it's a rope is that spelt C H? Yeah, it's aerobics. Share. You share, so you also yeah. learn. Okay. I mean, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it, 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 <laughs> good marketing. It just took me a second. There's a, it's move a specific it's, niche. Yeah, <laughs> there's also a kistery session, so it's all like like R and B, which is amazing. Um, but bye, I just bye. yeah. Um, I just watched that from the floor. We were doing floor work, and um, I just just couldn't get up <laughs> so i just lay and watched it it was a very good it was a good thing to watch but yeah i'm not any fitter for it but that is how i'm spending my time <laughs> athena what about you so that's um, sad, sad little snapshot of my life <laughs> in my box fresh pe kicks i had to buy new stuff obviously oh. so I was like this is my Don't thing call it a PE kit. <laughs> your life <laughs> It's exercise I don't want to do. It's a big <laughs> It's just some clothes that you now own. <laughs> well, it is now. Now it's loungewear. But uh, when I bought it, it was meant to be. If it's PE kit, you've got your writing name in it. And you have to have a little box called yeah. Lost Property. Um, yeah, yeah. In not, case some, yeah, you've got to you can't write your name in it. You've got to sew in actual name. labels. Yeah. Well, I um, washed I washed my old one. It had like little cups, like a sports bra, and they went all wrinkled, and um, I couldn't work it out. I couldn't fix it, so I had to buy another one. <laughs> Again, these are just sad facts about my life. This isn't comedy. Uh, yesterday, I thought I'd got COVID because I couldn't breathe, and it was because my bra is too tight. Um... <laughs> Could you imagine if you went to go test? And... I like, I'm my room feels so constricted. It's like <laughs> this is the end. This is how it ends. And then I had, a, I had a similar thing when I was eating something the other day, and then I realised it was just very bland. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was my own cooking, so I am ashamed. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing that's much more uh, fun than that? I nothing. I just have a podcast. It's called Keeping Athena Company. So you can come and you can listen to that. There's loads of episodes up. Um, otherwise, on the social media, it's just my name. 
can't say hi. And yeah, mm. I only if you promise to put the lunches up. Yeah. <laughs> Show us the lunches on Instagram. I'm going to put my toddler dinner up tonight. I'm going to tag you all. All right. Yes. My yes. going up on Twitter tonight. Yes, please. Right? We're going to yes, please. I'm putting into this. <laughs> this intimate child's mood she, and the way she, the, the way she will push the plate away she looks at it and she's not pleased <laughs> you will not see this on MasterChef you know and they're rude on MasterChef it's worse it's, like it's worse than MasterChef the professionals you know you fuck up professionals that shit's rude is it alright well we'll see if it's rude because this girl's rude so I don't know <laughs> See, that's a TikTok, that is. You giving her more and more amazing, elaborate meals and having to reject them. (laughs) She's got what it takes. She could be a star. (laughs) Absolutely. But yeah, Athena is the winner. The standout winner. Oh, shut up. Really? Yeah. Oh, my way. Uncle Grimmel was going to be the winner. Um, I don't think there are any winners. No, No. No. you couldn't be one of that. um, I didn't realise, but this is also Rimmel. Amazing. Oh God, Tom. Tom looks fabulous. Tom, I, mean, brands I didn't exist. buy any of these. I didn't steal any of them. It's a good job this isn't the BBC, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Other brands are available, but yeah. even though it's not BBC, don't buy Rimmel. Have that some Rimmel sponsorships just gone up Buy Barry and M. You're better off, Jerry. Like, you're better off with all kinds of things. You're better off with Sleek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even Tom's laughing at that. That's how bad Rimmel is. It's just... Oh, I can't believe I can't believe he's the token man and we spent the whole of the hour bullying him about makeup. <laughs> oh dear me. Um this is the first game that you've played and not won, Tom. Are you losing your touch? <gasps> yeah. Is it fixed because of your fallout? No, you've had an unbroken record up until now. No, fuck. Oh well. <laughs> you didn't know you had it and now you've lost it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, thank you for playing Comedy Arcade. Thanks to everybody for listening. This has been a quite the roller coaster episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't, this is the Peter Crouch podcast, which is, um, I don't know, sport? Football. Yay! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.